Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Hello, everyone, and welcome to Main Menu for the 11th of October, 2019. I am your co-host, Jason Castanguay. Thanks to our friends at Microsoft, we have another in their accessibility webinar series, this time dealing with Microsoft Teams. It's a platform that provides apps, conversations, and content all in one place and allows for inclusive collaboration. We'll also hear how to use Microsoft Teams with a screen reader and go through its keyboard shortcuts. Enjoy! Hi, and good afternoon from us here in Redmond, and welcome to our September webinar. Uh, my name's Crystal Jones, and I work on the Disability Answer Desk team. And my name's Dan Uematsu, and I work on Microsoft Central Accessibility team. And Crystal and I are your moderators today. So uh, our mission here at Microsoft is to empower everyone to achieve more. We've heard many of our customers ask for training on products. So we started a monthly webinar series to empower every customer with accessibility knowledge. Crystal, can you tell us about today's webinar? Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, so in terms of format, um, today's webinar will be uh, divided into two parts. Um, after we finish up with this intro, we have Natalia from the Microsoft Teams team uh, here to demo um, some features and using uh, Teams with a screen reader. Uh, and then after that, um, we'll have an opportunity for Q&A with both Natalia and Michael. All right. Great. Let's kick over to Natalia. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining today's Microsoft Teams Accessibility Webinar. As Crystal and Dan mentioned, my name is Natalia Jakobowitz, and I'm a program manager for Teams. I will be joined by Michael Braskett, who is also a, he was a principal program, group program manager for Teams, and he'll be joining for the Q&A. Before we get started, I want to give you uh, what I hope you will gain from this webinar. I hope you will learn a little bit of what Teams is, uh, how to use Teams with a screen reader, some shortcuts for faster navigation, and a few exciting features for, uh, that are helpful for people of all abilities. I will be using JAWS today for my demo, but te uh, Teams works with a variety of screen readers, and I will be demoing the publicly available version of Teams. So something cool about working on Teams is that we use Teams every single day to get our work done. So we are the most motivated to make sure that you have the best product. So today what we will cover is uh, first the team, what is Teams and the layout of the app. Then I will demo uh, using chat with a screen reader. Then I will demo using Teams with a screen reader. And then I will demo the calendar with a screen reader. After we will conclude with Q&A. So first, what is Teams? Teams is a chat-based workspace for O365, enabling you and your team to get things done. So let's jump right in and talk about what the view of Teams is. Uh, before I bring you to Teams, I'll just go over first the list. So uh, the first thing is the title bar. Um, that next is the app bar, then the chat and channel list, and then the main pane. And I'll jump over to Teams. Um, we can navigate uh, with the F6 command, control F6 command. Uh, and that navigates through the sections just like the other Office apps. So let's go to Teams. All right, so we're here in Teams now. Um, and as I mentioned, at the top of the screen, and I'll use the Control F6 command, we begin at the app bar. So uh, on the app bar is the new chat button, there is the search and command tool, and then there's the settings button. And I'll navigate there just so we can set up our app. So when I uh, navigate via tab, I land on my profile picture. I select enter, and now I'm in the settings page. There are a few options of uh, settings. The first you can do is uh, you can change your presence or status to available or away or busy. And the next, with, uh, you can navigate with the down arrow key, is the set status message. 
Um, and then I'll skip over to the settings page and I'll, I'll press enter. In the settings page, you'll land directly on the general section of the settings page. And you can also use the down arrow key to go to notifications, privacy, and so on. But while we're in the general section, I want to call out that you can change your theme from default to dark or high contrast, depending what suits you. And now we'll navigate away from here via escape. Now I'm going to use the control F6 command again and go straight to the app, what we call the app bar. From the app bar, I can navigate to one of six of the apps that are part of, of the app bar. The app bar is the one place where you can navigate to any of the apps that make up the team's experience. So starting at the top, which I can navigate to via control, uh, con control one, and I'm already there, is the activity tab. That's where you can catch up on everything related to Teams. Next, you can navigate to chat via control two, which I have just done. And there you can see your chat. Chat is the place to communicate in a one-on-one -on -one or group setting privately. Then you can navigate to Teams, control three. And from there, you can see your list of Teams and channels, and that's a way to have a conversation with messages and replies in a more public forum with people in your team. After that is the calendar, and that's control four. And in the calendar, you can create meetings and join meetings. After that is the calls. And calls is where you can call other people in your team. And finally, uh, Control F5, Control 6 is the Files tab. In the Files tab, you can manage and share all of your personal and communal files. All right, so now that we went over all of what is Teams, and I showed you a few of the shortcuts there, let's jump right into chat. So what I will go through in chat, and just in advance, we'll do an overview, we'll navigate between messages, We'll read a chat with a screen reader, and we'll respond to a chat, and then I'll show you how to create a new chat. All right, so let me turn my screen reader on so we can get started. I am now turning on JAWS. JAWS Professional. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, we'll navigate to chat via Control-2. Control-2, Urban, Joni, and Nestor. And now I've landed in what we call the chat list. So the setup of the chat pane is on the left-hand side, and where your focus begins is the chat list. And then on the right-hand side, the main, the main view is all of your specific chat that you've selected. So I will tab into a specific chat. Call it, add, con, add, p, start, audio, video, net, list, off, chat, list, filter, left, chat, level one, Joanna, enter. Johanna Lawrence Vertical Bar Microsoft Teams. Johanna Lawrence Chat Content Main Region. Type a new message. Editing edit. Type in text. Johanna Lawrence. Okay, so as you heard, we've just landed in a chat with Johanna Lawrence. The screen reader mentioned that my focus is already on the compose box because it says I can type a message. At this point, I can type a message and click enter to send. Press enter to send. Um, but before we do that, I'll just go through the view of the chat, the main chat window. So I'll tab around. My focus has started on the compose box, but I'll tab. Send button S. And now my focus is on the send button. I'll tab again, and I'll go back into the Leaving main window. Edit. Type in text. So my focus is on Joanna Lawrence's name. I tab again. Video call button to activate press space bar. My focus has landed on the video call button. So if I press enter or press space bar, I can start a video call with Joanna. I tab again. Audio call button to activate press space bar. And now my focus is on the audio call button. The next item will be the share screen. Start sharing your screen button to activate add people button to activate press space bar. And the next button I've just landed on is the add people button. I'll press tab again. Conversation tab selected, one of four, to activate press. So my focus is now on the conversation button. That's the main part of the app, of the chat. Then I can use the right arrow key and I can land on files which you'll hear in a moment. Files tab, two or four, to activate, press enter. And that's where I can see all the files shared between me and Joanna. I'll do the right arrow again. Activity tab, three or four, to activate, press enter. Five activity, activity tab, four or four, to activate, press enter. 
And that lands me on the activity tab, and that shows me Joanna's activity. Activity tab, three, activity, add a tab button to activate, close button and then, to activate, back button to act. From there, I can use the right arrow again to add a tab. Back button, the audience, add, add a tab button, activity, or files, con enter. Johanna Lawrence, type a new message, editing, edit, type in. So I've just navigated back to the conversation button, and now I want to read, the, read what Joanna has mentioned, said to me. So I, my focus is on the compose, and I'm going to shift tab to the most recent message, and then I'll arrow up to get to the message before that. Message from Joanna. So now I'm going to listen to the first message from Joanna. I'll play through the whole thing so you can hear what she said. Me message from Joanna Lawrence. Hi there, just making sure you are planning to attend the meeting tomorrow at 3 p.m. We are excited for you to present the new research sent on Sep 9. 2019-11-28 a.m. Press enter to explore message content, then use escape to shift focus back to the message. Great. So as you heard from the screen reader, uh, the entire message is read out. It says who sent the message. It tells me when the message was sent. And if I press enter, I can explore the content of the message. For now, I just want to hear the next message. I'll use the arrow down key. Message from Johanna Lawrence. Also, do you mind sharing the PowerPoint in advance? Set Great, so now that I just heard the message from Joanna, I'm going to respond. I'll use the down arrow key again to take me back to the compose, and from there I'll respond by sharing the file that she asked for. Type a new message, editing edit, type in text. From here I can use the shortcut key Control O, and that will open up the sharing file option. Control O, modal dialog, files pane main region, OneDrive tab, one of two, to activate, press enter. So I can either share, uh, share a file from OneDrive or I can upload it from my computer. Upload from my computer tab to enter. Open dialog, open dialog, file escape, Johanna Lawrence vertical. I actually don't have the file attached as accessible right now, but if I had it accessible, I would have just selected the file from there and I would have shared with Johanna. So now in the meantime, I'll respond escape to Johanna menu. and I'll say, sure, I'll send it later. S-U-E-S-A-E-S-A-E-R. And I will press enter to send, or I can do control enter if I was in uh, expanded compose mode. From expanded compose mode, I can do um, a variety of specific, uh, I can apply some uh, details to the message like bold or italics um, or add a table. I'm just going to press send right now. Enter, sending dot dot dot, message sent. Great, so now you heard that my message was sent to Joanna. Great. Uh, now I am going to start a new chat with someone else. So one of the shortcuts to get to new chat is Control N, and I will do that to send a message. Control N, chat vertical bar Microsoft Teams, chat content main region, type a new message, editing edit, type in text, a colon edit, start typing a name or group, type in text. So as you heard, it says start typing a name or group, and from here I can add the one person or multiple people I would like to start chatting with. For now, I'm just going to start chatting with K, K, D, search results updated. Use up and down key to navigate, enter. Use left key to access previous chat recipient. At this point, I can add someone else just by adding the person's name and typing their name and selecting it, but I just want to send a message to Deborah. So I'll, I've selected Deborah's name, and now I'm going to press enter, and it will take me to the compose, the compose box. Enter, chat vertical box. So now my focus is, the, is in the compose box, and I will say, hi, Deborah." A-S-D-E-R-A, exclaim, enter, sending dot, 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 Deborah Berger. Great. And now I've sent message a message sent. to Deborah Berger. And that's how you start a new message with anyone you want, or a group chat. At this point, I'd like to call out that you can use Immersive Reader within Teams. There are a few, uh, a few action actions you can apply to any message inside the chat. And that includes starting Immersive Reader, or marking a message as unread, or saving a message. So one of the features you can use is Immersive Reader. Also, if you're someone who uses your mobile, you can, uh, you can record an audio message, and that will be sent to the person instead of typing a message. Ready. Add notes. Slide. So now I've navigated back to the slideshow just to make sure I went through everything I wanted to do in chat. And I have, so now I'm going to navigate to Teams. L, Lima, Blank, C, 
Pass votes. Select slide. So now my focus is on the team slide, and what we'll do in Teams and Channels is we'll do an overview of what Teams and Channels looks like. Then we'll show I'll show you how to navigate through a to a channel and then through a channel using virtual PC cursor mode. And then I'll show you how you reply to a message with an at mention. I'm now going to navigate back to Teams. Deborah Berger vertical bar. So now my focus is on Teams, and as I mentioned earlier, you can use the shortcut Control 3, and that will take me straight to Teams. Control 3, Research and Development, left parent. So now my focus is on the channel, Research and Development, as you heard. I can navigate through that list, um, and I'm going to actually just reply to uh, show you how I can navigate through the channel here on virtual PC cursor mode. So for me, that's the JAWS key and Z. You'll have to use whatever key is appropriate for your screen reader. Use virtual PC cursor on. So now I'm in virtual PC cursor, and I'll show you how I can navigate via heading, and I can use three or four or five, depending on the heading I want, or simply just H to get through the page. Threaded conversation with tour. Today heading level three clickable. September 10th, 2019 heading level three clickable. September 9th, 2019 heading level three clickable. So as you heard, I just navigated via the date, and I use uh, Shift-3 to do that. Um, I'm going to reply to a specific message, and I can do four. Just confirm that the prototype outdoor test went perfectly. We can expect to begin production, so by Megan Bowen, six reply. Great, so now my focus is on a message in the channel, and I can navigate to the replies with, the, uh, with five. Six replies from Lynn, Lee, Nestor, and two others. September 10th, 2019, reply button. And so I use the five to get to the replies, and then I use the down arrow key to get to replies. Now I'm going to press enter, now that my focus is on reply, and I can just reply there. Enter, reply button. Hi team, this site is the best. Now I'll respond to Megan and say, Everything went great. And now I'll show you how I use the at mention. At six suggestion e g n enter So what I just did was I used the at key, so that's shift two, and I was able to write the first few letters of Megan's name, and I pressed enter, and now my focus landed on Megan in the list, and I was able to press enter, and now she will be at mentioned. Again, I can just press enter, and that will send the message and reply to this post, this message in the conversation. And blank. Enter. Sending dot dot dot. Message sent. Great, so now I've shown you how you can navigate through a channel and reply to a specific message and at mention someone. You can also at mention people in a regular chat. Just going back for a moment because I jumped in straight to replying, but I wanted to give you a little overview of what the view of the channel looks like. So starting in the channel is on the left-hand side, uh, which I can use Shift-Tab to navigate back to once I exit virtual PC cursor mode. Use virtual PC cursor off. Escape threaded conversation with. I'm trying to navigate back to the back to the Start a new channel list. Type. Stop. Leaving new profile. Leaving menus. Teams. Teams and chat. Floor 12 team. Great, so I just had to navigate via tabs, and now I'm back in the channel list. So this is a, uh, a list view, and I can use the up and down arrow keys. I can also use first letter navigation if I know the first letter of the uh, name of the channel. Now it's an easier way to hop through the channel. So uh, right now I know I'm looking for the announcement channel, so I'll use the letter A to jump to the announcement channel. A, announcements channel, favorited, hit space for more options as Great, so I used A and now I land on announcement channel. If I want to switch there, now I'll press enter and that will take me straight to that channel. Enter, announcements left pick. Just like chat, there's also a bunch of tabs at the top. And once you tab to there, you can use the right arrow key to switch through the tabs. Here I can see conversations, files, wiki, and then add another tab. 
Now I'm going to go back to the PowerPoint just to make sure I covered everything I wanted to cover in channels. Task switching PowerPoints. And we went through what the channel is, how to navigate through the channel, and replying with an at mention. Now I'm going to switch to the calendar view. Slide 8 calendar and meetings. Great. So for calendar meetings, I'm going to show you how to find a meeting in your calendar, how to join a meeting with Screen Reader. I'll show you a bunch of call actions, and then I'll show you how to create a new meeting. So let's go back to Teams. Announcements. Great. So if you remember, I can do Control 4, and that will take me back to the calendar app. Control 4, calendar vertical bar Microsoft team. Great. So now I'm in the calendar view, and I can use tab to jump from meeting to meeting on my calendar. Right now, this calendar is pretty empty, but I actually want to join the sales and marketing budget review meeting, and I'll just tab directly there. Sales and marketing budget review, September 18th, 12.30 p.m. So now my focus is on that meeting. I'm going to press enter, and that'll take me to a page for that specific meeting. Enter dialog sales and marketing budget review. Join button to activate press space bar. So right now when I've landed on this page, my focus is on the join button. I can press enter and directly join the meeting. But before we jump there, um, I wanted to tell you that you can tab around this page and you can chat with people from the meeting. You can respond to the meeting, whether you will be attending or tentative or will be declining the meeting. And you can see who else is planning to join the meeting. But I'm going to go ahead and join this meeting. So I'm pressing enter. Enter sales and marketing budget review left. At this point, again, my focus is on the join now. I can see a preview of what it'll look like when I join the meeting. I can see that my video is on and that my audio is on. So let's go ahead and join the meeting. Enter connecting sales and marketing. Hello. So now I'm actually in the meeting and my focus is on the call actions bar. So I can tab through and I'll tell you what's here. The first thing in, the meet in this view is the time uh, elapsed in this meeting, but I'll tab to the next item. Turn camera off button. So here's the turn camera off button, and if I press enter, I can actually turn off my camera. I'll show you what that looks like. Enter, your video is off. Enter, your video is on. So I just turned it off and on, and I'll tab again, and I'll take you to the mute or audio button. Mute button to activate press space bar. So here I can press spacebar or press enter, and that will mute the meeting, or, uh, and I can turn the audio back on if I choose. Then I'll tab here. Open sharing options button to activate press spacebar. Again, the next item on this tab list is the share option, and I can share my screen here. More actions button to activate press spacebar. Then if I'd like to see more actions, I can press enter here. Enter menu, show device settings, one of eight. To move through items, press up or down arrow, S. So I'm going to jump to the one that I'd like to show you, which is blur my background. I'll use the down arrow key to get there. Keypad, blur my background, five of eight, B. And when I press enter, it'll blur my background. Enter, leaving menus, call controls region, more actions button to activate, press space box. Here, the blur button well, is great for someone who is signing, and it's also great for hiding a mess in the background. Now uh, the meeting is over. I showed you a meeting, so we'll tab over to the hang-up button, and that's three away. So one, two, three. Hang-up button to activate press space bar. And now I'm going to hang-up, and I'll press enter, and the meeting is over. Space. Call quality feedback displayed. Meet. Now my focus lands directly in in a chat for this meeting, and that's where I can follow up in a chat-based forum uh, for the meeting if there's any questions I have or comments I want to leave here. But I actually remember that I would like to schedule a follow-up meeting, so let's show you how I can schedule up a follow-up meeting. I'll go back to the calendar app, Control-4. Control-4, calendar vertical bar Microsoft team. And now I'm going to tab to the new meeting button. Save your profile picture with status display. Now I've, I've tabbed and I've landed on the new meeting button. I'm going to press enter. Enter. Dialog. New meeting modal. So my focus lands me on the title, and I can title this meeting whatever I want, and I'll show you how I'll do that. L. U. U. O. I've labeled it followed up meeting, and I'll tab and I can choose a location, 
and then I can tab and shoot this, choose the start and end time for this meeting. I can also choose the time zone, but I'll skip directly to the details section. And, and skip time, men, leaving menus. So now my focus is in the details page and I can write some notes for what I want to share when I, share the, when I send this meeting. I'll leave that out for now. Then I can tab again and it'll let me choose a channel to share the meeting in. And when I tab again after that, I can invite people. Invite someone, edit, type in text. Here I can invite anyone I want to this meeting and I'll invite Adele. A-D-E, enter, Adele Vance selected, free colon. And I also want to invite Deborah. Enter, Deborah Burger select. I can invite, results up. I can invite more people later, but now I've invited two people and I'm going to schedule a meeting. So I'll tab over to the schedule meeting button. Attend, attend, close button, schedule button to activate, press space bar. Space, processing the meeting, please wait, dialog, follow up meeting, list box read up. So now I can see that the meeting was created and I can close this view. Close button to activate, press space bar. And I just shifted tab from the edit option. Enter calendar banner region, new meeting button to activate, press space bar. Great. So now I'm going to go back to the PowerPoint. PowerPoint slideshow dash. I showed you how to find a meeting in your calendar, how to join a meeting with a screen reader. I showed you a, I showed you a few call actions, including how to turn off your video, how to mute a meeting, how to blur the background, and how you can hang up from the meeting. And then I d demonstrated how you can create a meeting with a screen reader on. Slide eight dash calendar and meetings. So now that I went through that faster than I had planned, I'm going to show you a few more fun features that I wasn't sure if I'd get around to. So let's go back to a chat and I can show you how you can uh, see who's reacted to messages in the chat. So now I'm going to switch back to Teams. Task switching, calendar vertical bar. So my focus is still on the calendar tab, calendar app. I will switch to back to chat, control two. Control two. And now I'm going to go to this group chat that I have. So my focus is now on a group chat in the chat list. I'm going to press enter and now I'm going to land inside that group chat. Enter, Irvin. I had sent a message earlier yesterday, and now I want to see who's reacted to that message. So let me show you how that can be done. I'm going to shift tab to that specific message that I want to see who's reacted to, who has reacted to it, uh, and then we'll see. Um, we'll see. Added menu. Call added app. Irvin Joni. Call ended app. Message from Natalia J. Hi everyone, let me know if you want to go over the slides before the upcoming presentation. Great, so now I can press enter and get into the specific message actions. I press enter and I can choose, we'll see, I'll show you what happens. Enter menu, like to move through items, press up or down arrow L. So when I press enter, my focus lands on the reactions. When I press tab, it'll take me to the more, more actions button. And then when I press tab again, it'll take me to the list of people who have reacted to my message. So let's go there. Leaving menus, Irvin, Joni, and Nestor chat content, main region, Lenter, menu, profile picture of Joni Sherman, offline Joni Sherman, one of one, to move through items, press up or down arrow, escape. One part reaction, press enter to see person who reacted, dot toggle button as pop-up. So as you heard, one person has heart reacted to this message, and if I want to hear who has specifically reacted to that message, I can press enter and land and see who has selected the heart react option. Enter menu profile picture of Nestor Wilkie, offline Nestor Wilkie, one of one. So as you heard, Nestor Wilkie has heart reacted to my message. But I realize I showed you how to see who has reacted to the message. But let's show you how I can react to a message myself. I don't feel like reacting to this message that I sent, so I'm going to navigate back to Teams and show you a message that I would like to react to. Navigating back to Teams, I'll do Control-3. Control Control-3, leaving menus, announcements, left parent, out of off. Level 2, announcements, channel, favorited, hits. So I'm navigating to the announcements channel and I'll press enter to land enter. in there. Announcements, left parent, sales and marketing, right parent, vertical bar, Microsoft Teams, 6, 
Threaded, threaded conversation with zero replies. Monthly all dash hands. So I want to react to this monthly all hands message, and I'm going to press enter. Enter message from a sale Enter Enter menu light to move through item. So what I did was I pressed enter twice, and that selected that specific message, and then I was able to navigate to the uh, overflow options. Now my focus is on like, and I can press enter, or I can navigate through the other reactions via the right and left arrow keys, and I'm going to react, uh, smile react, laugh, L. or laugh. Uh, I used the right arrow key to get there, and now I can press enter, and once I press enter, that reaction will be applied to that message. Enter, laugh. Great, so now I've reacted to this message. The next thing I want to show you, now that we still have a little bit more time, is I'm going to switch back to a chat and show you how you can name a chat and add someone to a chat, because those are pretty commonly used features, and if you want to expand your network when you're communicating with people, you will want to add someone and label the chat so you know what the chat is about. Switching back to chat, control two. Control two, leaving menus, Irvin, Joni, and Nestor vertical bar. Great, so now I'm back to the same chat that I was referring to earlier, and I want to name it. So I'm going to tab to the edit name of the chat button. For, for participants, button name group chat button not checked to activate press space bar. Great, so I tabbed and now I land on the name group chat button. To activate, I'll press the space bar and then I can simply type a name and press save. Space, dialog, modal dialog, type a group name, edit, type and text. So I'm going to name this presentation and then I'll press select save. P-E-E-S-A-I-O-N. I'll tab and land on the save, and then I'll press enter. Cancel, save button to activate press space bar. Or space bar, both work. Enter, presentation vertical bar Microsoft Teams name group. So now I've just named this chat, but I actually realized there's someone I forgot to add to this chat, so now I'll tab over to the add participant button, and I can show you how I'll add someone to this chat. Men, send, sir, can leave, press, list, for Add people button to activate press space bar. Space dialog add people. So if you, as you heard, I just pressed this, selected the space bar, and now I'm in the add people modal. So now I want to add Megan to this M. chat. Search results updated. Use up and down key to navigate. Enter to select. Megan Bowen left parent M-E-G-A-N-B right parent marketing manager one of four. Great, so I typed the letter M and all of the people in my tenant with the first, their first name starting with M or last name starting with M showed up in these results. I actually was looking for Megan and I heard from the screen reader that my focus is already on Megan. If that wasn't who I was looking for, I can use the up and down arrow keys to navigate through this list of people. I'm going to add Megan, so I'll just select enter. Enter, Megan Bowen selected. Use left key to access previous chat recipient. Great. At this point, the next option when I tab Don't include chat history radio. allows me to choose how much history I want to share with the person or people that I'm adding. The default is don't include chat history, but I want to include Megan and let her know what we were talking about prior to her being added to the conversation. So I'll use the up and down arrow keys. Include all chat history radio button checked three of three to change the selection press up or down arrow. Great, so I use the down arrow key twice and I land down include all chat history. Now that I have selected that, that radio button, I can tab and simply add Megan to the chat. Add button to activate press space bar. So now I'll press space bar and Megan will be a part of the chat. Space add people button to activate press space bar. Irvin, Joni, and Nestor chat content main region. Type a new message, editing edit, type in text. Great, so Megan is now part of the chat. Uh, something I didn't mention earlier is if I would like to search throughout Teams, the shortcut to do that is Control-E, and that will take me to the search or command option. From there, I can either search for a person or I can search for a chat or search for something that is inside my Teams. So I'm not going to demonstrate that right now, uh, but I can do Control-E and show you how I can get there. Control-E, search region, combo box. Great. 
So one thing that is the most important shortcut that you need to know if you're going to remember any shortcut in Teams is control period. Control period pulls up the keyboard shortcut list. So that way, if you forget any shortcuts, that's the one you need to remember and the rest will be there to remind you. Dialog keyboard shortcuts, modal dial. And I just demonstrated that by doing control period and I've landed on the modal of keyboard shortcuts. Now I'm going to navigate back to the PowerPoint. Teams accessibility slide temp PowerPoint JAWS pro team present PowerPoint slide show dash teams access slide L teams accessibility helpful shortcut slide. So let's review some of the shortcuts we covered today. The first one we'll mention is the section navigation and that's control F6. As I said, all office apps use this and that's how you can navigate via the higher level sections in Teams. So that's the, uh, the search and that's the app bar and that's the main region. Those are all included in that section navigation. Then I didn't mention this earlier, but control equals will also zoom into the app in case you want to see Teams um, larger. You can do control minus and that will bring it smaller. The next thing I want to call out again is control one through six. We'll show you all of the apps in the app bar. We'll let you navigate to each of the apps in the app bar in the order of activity, chat, teams, calendar, calls, and files, one through six. As I just mentioned, control E lets you go to the search or type a command field at the top of the screen. Uh, and when you switch to virtual PC cursor mode or scan mode, depending on your screen reader, uh, heading navigation works and you can do H to navigate through all headings or you can do three to navigate by date, or you can do heading messages with four, heading replies with five. And that works inside channels as well as chat. Land. Then ten. Picture, picture. other shortcuts we discussed were control N, and that's how you start a new chat from anywhere in the app. C or control shift X will send a message, or, well, sorry, C or control shift X will take you to the compose. Enter or control enter will send a message. R will help you reply. I actually did not demo that, but R will let you reply or you can navigate there with the arrow key. Control O will let you share a file in a chat or a channel. And a few of the- Slide 11 dash help helpful. Call, call keyboard shortcuts I want to call out where toggle video and that's control shift O. The way I demonstrated it, I just used tab, but you can do control shift O and that immediately toggles your video to on or off. Control shift M will toggle mute and then control shift P will blur my background. All of these work from wherever you are inside the meeting. Land. H. So. Slide 12, 12. Now that we went through all of the shortcuts and I went through a bunch of ways to use Teams, uh, if you would like to give us any feedback about Teams directly through the product, you can navigate to the Give Feedback section and that's on the app bar. If you continue going through the app bar with the down arrow key, you'll land on Help. And then from, then from there, you can use the down arrow key to give feedback. Or you can simply go to the website microsoftteams.uservoice.com to directly give feedback to Teams. You can also use the overall accessibility webpage, which Crystal will mention later on, and that can uh, there you can give accessibility feedback as well. Thank you so much. Back to Crystal and Dan. Thanks, Natalia. Um, that was a, a lot of demos there. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to go through those and. Now we are ready for your questions. Uh, Michael is going to be joining Natalia. Do you have a question yet, Dan? I think we do. We have at least a couple questions here we can start off with. Um, so the first question uh, is related to JAWS and Teams. And so they're asking, why is JAWS turning off uh, the VPC mode by default when Teams is opened? And then they're asking, why is it, and, and how do you turn it on again as well? So we have a lot of uh, different ways of uh, using Microsoft Teams in an accessible way. Some people prefer to use uh, the, the PC cursor. Some people prefer to use the, um, the regular keyboard navigation in forms mode when they're navigating through the Teams and Channels list, which is, which is a little bit more of a complex structure and has some accessibility features built into the forms mode. Um, so by default, when you go into Microsoft Teams, um, JAWS does, does turn uh, virtual PC cursor off, but the JAWS hotkey, which I believe is configurable, uh, you can quickly enable that through through um, through the hotkey for that, and we we would definitely encourage you to try it out um, when you move into the conversation itself uh, in Microsoft Teams. 
because some people do prefer to, to navigate that with the, with the PC cursor, and, and they find that that is actually uh, a simpler way to, to read content uh, within that experience. So give it a try. Uh, refer to your screen reader for um, uh, how to activate and deactivate uh, the, the virtual cursor for your particular system. And um, do let us know if you have feedback when you're getting into, into this, if you run into anything, uh, because we're always looking for ways to improve. Thanks, Michael. Um, we have another question here. Um, somebody's heard that captions are available uh, for Teams calls and meetings, but they're not seeing it in their version. Yeah, we don't have a captions feature um, live right now at this time. Uh, and um, we're not really announcing anything around that uh, currently as well. But uh, keep your eyes peeled for any kind of coming announcements around captions. Um, definitely, we are, as I said, we are trying to, to make the, the product as usable as possible for everybody. Uh, and participating in meetings is a very, very high priority for, the, for our team. Uh, we have another question uh, around keyboard shortcuts. I think they wanted a reminder of how they can find keyboard shortcuts. Yeah, as Natalia mentioned, um, it's the uh, control period, I believe, uh, hotkey that will activate that screen pretty much anywhere in the app. Um, you might have some issue maybe if there's a modal dialog or something open, you might have to escape out of that before you get into the, uh, the shortcut uh, screen. Um, but once you're in the main app, um, control period, and uh, it'll pop up. You can navigate through that. Um, and we're adding and revising uh, shortcuts uh, all the time based on feedback and uh, what works best with people. Great. Um, I have another question here. Uh, just wondering, what is the difference between uh, Teams and Skype for Business? Yeah, so Microsoft Teams is um, a hub for getting things done at work. Uh, Skype for Business is uh, primarily a chat-based app application. Um, one of the biggest differences between the two in terms of the chat experience that you'll uh, that you'll have is that uh, Skype for Business is, is some, uh, what we call transient chat. So you have session-based chats, you close the window, and uh, the chat goes away. Microsoft Teams enables persistent chats that are always there waiting for you when you come back, uh, in addition to just the one-on-one the -on -one and group chat uh, functionality that you get with Microsoft Teams. Um, you know, one of the biggest uh, draws is the ability to create teams with permanent topics and, um, and invite members in and collaborate around those things. In addition to that, you'll find lots of features in Microsoft Teams like organizing your files, adding applications, um, tying those things to um, third parties or your line of business apps, and you can access those all from one, one place. Okay. Uh, we have another question here around keyboarding. Uh, using Teams with a keyboard seems pretty different than using other apps. Why is the keyboard behavior so unique in Teams? Uh, Microsoft Teams is a modern web app. It's designed to run as a desktop application or inside of your browser. Um, there's a lot of uh, different applications that are coming online that, that follow this model. Um, VS Code and others uh, use something similar. Um, and uh, what you'll find is that screen readers are, that are optimized for, for web page navigation will, will respond to this very, very well. Um, but it is a little bit of an adjustment and it's different. We've tried to uh, accommodate all users through having a set of dedicated keyboard shortcuts following office uh, online uh, conventions where we can uh, and, and frankly listening and innovating where we can. Uh, it's definitely a work in progress. We never really quit investing in this type of thing, um, but we do welcome the feedback uh, for what works well for people, what, what's not working well, and we'll continue to improve that. Great. So I have a, a question here that's um, a little bit more specific, um, asking how do I navigate through the files? So. Sure. So um, maybe what we can do is we can open up the uh, files app, uh, perhaps. And um, there's a couple different ways that you can access files uh, inside of Microsoft Teams. We have a dedicated files app that allows you to see the history of file activity for you, navigate and browse through your OneDrive. Uh, in addition to that, uh, inside of Teams and Channels and Chats, there's a Files tab where you'll find the files that are exposed for a specific channel or specific chat or conversation uh, in, in there. The way you navigate through that uh, is similar to the way you navigate through any list. Uh, in Microsoft Teams, you can uh, move the focus into the list of files. And uh, from that point, you can use the arrow keys to move up and down uh, within that. And all of the files have contextual actions associated with them. So 
uh, through the context menu. Um, you can open that up and you can choose to open the file in Teams or open the file in its um, corresponding app like Microsoft PowerPoint mm -hmm. or Excel or other applications. Uh, there's also options to share and, and get links uh, and so forth. So uh, when you actually get into the, to the file browser, uh, give it a try, um, send us your feedback. Uh, it's, it's definitely pretty much the same as navigating any other type of list or uh, element with, within Microsoft Teams or on the web. Uh, we've tried to maintain consistency in all of those experiences. I can quickly demo that. So I'll do Control-6 and I'll go straight to the Files app. And now my focus lands on the views. I just lost my focus, but if my focus is on the recent, I can use the down arrow key to navigate to Microsoft Teams. From there I can select Enter, press Enter. And now my focus is inside, all of, uh, inside the list of files shared within my team. So I can tab to there and use the down arrow key and I can go through all of the list of, of files. So I have Excel files here, I have Visio, um, further down I have some PowerPoints, but if I wanted to open one of these, I can press enter or I can use the, the uh, context menu key and that will allow me to select edit in Teams, open in browser, open in desktop app, download or get link, and I can go through those with the down arrow key. I often like to open it in the desktop app, so I'll just navigate down and then I can press enter and open that app. Okay, thank you. Uh, another question here, um, does Teams have a theme that is similar to the black theme in Office apps? So Teams has a variety of uh, different themes. We've got um, the, the standard theme, uh, which is kind of a purple-blue. Um, we also do have a dark theme uh, that's supported. Uh, it's optimized for people who like a darker uh, look and feel to their, uh, to their screen. Uh, it's quite popular, actually, among the team here. And uh, we also have the high contrast themes. So as Natalia showed you earlier, through the settings menu, you can go and change your theme there. Um, and uh, if you like the darker view, you just choose dark theme and it'll apply instantly and you can start uh, using it that way. Yeah, and I'll show you exactly what that theme looks like because I didn't show you that earlier. So I've uh, clicked on my profile picture, I'm going to settings, and from there I am already on the default, which is the light mode. I can select dark mode and uh, my laptop view already has switched to dark mode or I can switch to high contrast um, or I, I prefer the default mode so I'm going to switch back to default mode. Cool, thank you. Um, another uh, question, I, I think um, the demo really showed uh, how to um, start a chat message and there was a question around um, how you accept those chat messages. Yeah, so um, Microsoft Teams doesn't have a uh, accept-reject model for messages because it's primarily designed um, for you to work and collaborate with people within your company, although there are scenarios that let you uh, work with people and collaborate outside as well. So any message that is sent to you will be delivered. Uh, it's available inside of the chat app instantly. And then um, there's a variety of ways that you're notified of those, of, of those messages as well. Um, depending on which version of Windows you are uh, using, you will see a system uh, notification uh, that informs you of what the mess that you've received a new message and who sent it, uh, and you can go ahead and take action on that, and it'll take you directly into the uh, into the message itself, and then you can uh, read and reply. Um, if you're on older versions of Windows, um, Microsoft Teams has custom notifications that we've built uh, to support. Uh, getting users back into the app, and then of course that works on, on Mac as well. Uh, so the next question I think plays on to a question from earlier around Teams uh, being an Electron app um, and not really quite, a, and not a website, but they're curious about how they can use headings or virtual PC cursor to navigate in Teams. Yeah, so I'd recommend um, trying out uh, the virtual cursor uh, primarily in the, uh, in, the, in the conversation experience itself to navigate uh, uh, and, and read through message content that's there. Um, maybe you can give a short demo of uh, a virtual PC cursor in the conversation? Sure. So uh, let me switch to a channel with more posts, more messages, but... Uh, I'll turn virtual PC cursor on again. Teams and channels list preview. 
Use virtual PC cursor on. So as you heard, my virtual PC cursor is on. And now that my focus is on one message, I can uh, navigate up through the pane uh, with four or five or three. I'll show you what four looks like because I don't think I showed that earlier. Uh, if I do shift four, that will take me further back in history of older messages and their replies. Weekly Sing by Nestor Wilkie, who replied today heading level three. Here is September 10th, 29th, var response equals request. I am having so much fun with the prototype. Check. So I just uh, went backwards in history, and I used four to navigate with heading, uh, and I was able to hear a bunch of different uh, uh, messages in the conversation. Um, I also didn't mention this earlier, but the order that the conversations go into, go in, um, they go further back in history as you navigate up, and they're more recent further down, just like your phone messages. And I just add that I think it's, it's most useful inside of the Teams and Channels conversation experience because there are different types of headings and titles there. Uh, the chat experience is, is quite a bit simpler than the Teams and Channels experience because there are no threaded message views inside of chat today. And so uh, you can, of course, still use the, the cursor to move between messages, um, but it's less useful um, uh, there because simple arrow key navigation is uh, pretty much adequate for those mm -hmm. scenarios. Great. Thank you. Um, I have kind of a two-parter, um, two different topics uh, from one. So they're trying to get to two for one here, but I think they're great questions. Um, one has to do with, um, uh, do you know if it's possible to communicate um, uh, using uh, American Sign Language uh, video, video, video to video through Teams? Um, and how to join uh, interpreters to a Teams meeting. And then the second part is a different question around um, the integration of uh, Dragon or other uh, speech uh, software for individuals who might have low mobility or dexterity. Sure. Uh, in, in fact, we have um, people on our team that use ASL. Uh, and uh, we have uh, interpreters here for them. And so what we do is, uh, you know, when we're setting up a meeting, uh, we actually will just invite the interpreter and we'll invite uh, the employee. And uh, depending on um, whether they're in the room or whether they're on video uh, or not, it, it kind of just depends on what your particular setup is. Uh, oftentimes in our, in our case, we just make sure that the um, interpreter is there in the room with the person and that anything that's spoken gets translated for them in the room. Uh, but of course, you know, if you do have someone, uh, you, you know, on video remotely, uh, to serve as an interpreter. That works just as well. Just make sure that they're on the meeting invite and uh, that they can dial in and that they've got access to a video-capable device that, uh, that the person can see clearly and, and it should work out. Uh, as far as the Dragon Naturally Speaking, I haven't, uh, I haven't used that particular software with Microsoft Teams. Um, you know, I know there are definitely a variety of tools out there for, uh, for speech-to-text and other interactions, um, please do send feedback uh, if you have a, a tool that you use uh, and you've noticed that it's uh, working well or not working. Uh, we'd, be, we'd love to hear from you and we'd, we'd love to take a look at it for ourselves. Great, thank cool. you. Uh, this next question is a two-parter question. Um, how does Microsoft Teams integrate with Outlook and Microsoft SharePoint? And also, can you add a calendar event to an Outlook calendar? Yeah, so Microsoft Teams and, um, and your Exchange Mailbox, which you access through Outlook, actually share a common service on the back end. So anytime uh, you receive an invite um, using Microsoft Teams, that's going to show up in your, in your account as well in Outlook. And you can accept it from there, or if you're in Teams, you can accept it from there. Uh, you can also invite people uh, who you don't collaborate regularly with on Microsoft Teams to a Teams meeting, and they'll receive uh, a handy link in the uh, invitation that allows them to join from Outlook or whatever other email client they're, um, they, they happen to be using. Um, and uh, there's experiences for them to join via the web, or they can download the app and uh, get started with Microsoft Teams if they prefer to do it that way. Great. Um, so uh, another question here um, is asking, um, you know, how are, how are people really using Teams in, in particular when it comes to, to 
documents? Can you collaborate um, using Teams and documents? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Uh, it's actually one of the primary scenarios that Microsoft Teams was was designed around, and it's one of the things that kind of sets us apart in terms of uh, a place to get things done at work and not just strictly a messaging app. Of course, Teams is, is kind of chat-centric, conversation-centric, um, but inside of any conversation, you can attach a file, uh, and those files will end up in the SharePoint that backs Microsoft Team. Uh, going back to that other question, there's a SharePoint uh, site behind every Microsoft Team, and also in your chats, and your, in your group chats, uh, your your OneDrive for Business actually is the file store behind the scenes for those things as well. So all of those things end up in the cloud uh, with Microsoft Teams. And from there, uh, anytime you're viewing a file um, that's stored in one of those places, of course, people who have access it access to it, they'll, they'll update those files and collaborate in real time with the apps that they're already using in Microsoft Office, like Word and PowerPoint and Excel. And you'll see them online there working on the documents in the SharePoint or in the OneDrive. And they're instantly up to date anytime you get back to them. Um, so yeah, definitely give that a try. Uh, Microsoft Teams, we think, is, is a great way of getting you into those experiences to do that collaboration. And we've seen uh, through usage that people who do collaborate on Microsoft Teams t tend to collaborate on files more than anybody else. Yeah, so I actually have a file in view. So why don't I sh ex explain how I would do that in Teams? So. Uh, right now, there is a message from Lydia, and she shared a PowerPoint saying, here are the design proposals for the Mark 8 chapter. So that means anyone who clicks on this file, uh, this file is shared via SharePoint. So we all have access to this file and can edit it um, or view it. So when I menu, go edit a Teams, one of six, two. So when I go to the context menu, again, I have the same options I showed earlier where I can edit this file in Teams or I can open it in the desktop app and so on. Um, I can also see all the files shared within this channel by going to the Files tab. So again, it's uh, shift-tabbing back to the Conversation tab and then using the right arrow key. Leaving menus, Files tab. So now I'm in the Files tab, and again, I can use the down arrow key to go through all the files and folders that have been shared within this channel. And you can actually see on this screen, there's an open in SharePoint link directly right on the screen there. And that will take you to the folder that actually all of these files are stored in, uh, in SharePoint uh, for this particular channel. Cool. Do we want to do one more question? Yeah, let's take one wrap? more question. Maybe yeah, we'll one, do one more. One last one. Uh, one last question here. It's a short one. Um, how do you delete chats? So um, there's a variety of ways uh, to leave a conversation or remove a chat. Um, if you go into the chat application and you click on the context menu or you activate that, um, you can actually uh, leave or hide a chat, turn off notifications for a chat. Uh, I don't actually know if you can delete a chat completely today in Microsoft Teams. I don't no. think you can. Uh, but you can definitely hide it so it doesn't uh, annoy you and come back up over and over again if there's, for some reason, uh, kind of something that appears in your list repetitively. So just click hide or mute and that chat will go away and quit bothering you. Um, and if you're in a group conversation that you no longer need to be a part of, you can get into the context menu for that and you can leave that chat. Exactly. So you cannot delete a chat, but I'll show you really fast the context menu for a specific chat uh, where you can mute or hide that chat or leave the chat. If you really don't want that chat anymore, I recommend leaving it and then hiding it. Um, but we don't want to delete your chat because your history and the files shared with that chat are really valuable. Great. Thank you. So that's all the time we have for questions. And as a reminder, if we didn't get to your question, contact the Enterprise Disability Desk at aka.ms slash edad. That's if you're an enterprise customer. Otherwise, contact the Disability Answer Desk at aka.ms slash dad. And of course, you can reach out to us on Twitter at msftenable and just use hashtag accessibilitywebinars. So to learn more about Teams accessibility, Visit the Office Accessibility Center at aka.ms slash office accessibility and share feedback on accessibility features or webinar topics. Please visit aka.ms slash accessibility feedback. So um, that is all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for all the great questions. Um, we will be sending uh, a brief survey, um, so please fill it out. Let us know what you thought of today's webinar. 
Um, your feedback actually helps us decide what to do next. So that's, that's super important that we hear from you. Um, and definitely check out um, our upcoming webinars. Um, you can go to aka.ms slash accessibility webinars. Um, there we've got the upcoming webinars and we've also got the archived webinars um, that we've been doing since January. Um, upcoming in October, we have a webinar on Outlook for Windows. And in November, we're doing a webinar on using uh, OneDrive and SharePoint documents libraries. So again, thank you so much for joining us today and have a good one. Thank you. Main Menu is a program brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream and repeats various times throughout the week. For the schedule and to listen online, go to acbradio.org mainstream. You can also grab it as a podcast, listen using ACB Link for Android or iOS, or call 605-475-8130. If you would like to contribute a submission for Main Menu, feel free to contact us. We'd also like to hear your comments and feedback. Our email address is mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at Main Menu. Please note that airing of any content is subject to approval by the Main Menu team. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next time. <laughs>